Okay, we're live. Hi, everyone, and uh, welcome to a new episode of the Security Bad Podcast. Uh, I was away uh, uh, quite some time now, just, um, um, you know, around a month. So sorry for that. But uh, we're we're back, and today with me, there's uh, Kevin. Hi, Kevin, how are you? Hi, how you doing? Doing well. I'm cool, I'm cool. Thank you for uh, for being with me today. Um, very, um, I'm very thankful because I was looking for, you know, uh, starting to bring some people in the podcast that are, uh, you know, um, a little, a little more um, outside, the, uh, not really outside the industry, but that can give, you know, another perspective that have a different background, right? Um, because I really like to talk with, uh, uh, you know, various people that can give different. Um, uh, you know, contribution to the to the conversation, right? Uh, the more um, different and various uh, can be the conversation, I think the the more I can learn uh, from it, and hopefully even the people that are uh, listening can learn from it. So, um, do you want maybe to have a little introduction of yourself? Yeah, yeah, sure. Why not? Um, yeah. So um, you guys don't know me. My name is Kevin Apolinario. I go as um, on YouTube. I go as uh, KevTech IT Support. Um, you could find me on Instagram, same thing, Ketsek IT Support, Twitter as Ketsek IT Support. Uh, I'm a technical trainer, so I cover like help desk, system admin, desktop support, service desk. I cover resume writing, how to talk to hiring managers, how to talk to job recruiters. Um, I guess how to market yourself in the job market if you're applying for jobs. Um, I also teach like Active Directory, Office 365. So I, I, I do a little bit of everything. Uh, I cover a lot of different things. Um, actually was a public speaker for uh, B-Size New York. Uh, I spoke for Microsoft. I spoke for a company called Spice, Spiceworks, and a few other companies I, I spoke at. I was, so I, was, I was a speaker for a couple of companies. And I also work in, um, I work at a cybersecurity company. But before that, I, I did I did IT support for several years. Like, I'm talking about, like, executive, hedge fund, white glove support. This has to work. Otherwise, I'm, I'm going to get mad at you. <laughs> <laughs> like customer service so like uh, my customer service is extremely high because it's like you, you gotta know how to resolve the issue and if the customer's not happy obviously they're gonna, they're gonna get mad at you so it's just like it's having it's having empathy having empathy and caring about the customer and making sure that um i guess communication is part of it too like making sure they know what's going on because you don't want to just like mm. you know fix something and they don't know what's going on so i guess that's a little bit about me i do, I do have my own youtube channel like i said i do have my own discord I do have a bunch of people that follow me because I, I try to give back and I try to help people get into IT. Hopefully that answers your question. Yeah, absolutely. Um, by the way, I'm going to, you know, you're watching this on Twitch maybe right now, but this video will be re-uploaded on uh, YouTube as well. And I'm going to put, you know, uh, um, the links to, to, you know, uh, Kevin's channel into the description. So if you if you are curious, just have a, have a look at that, okay? Um, and by the way, I can uh, somewhat relate because I have a, a background myself in uh, system administration and, uh, you know, also an old tech support guy in uh, some small companies um, some time ago now. Uh, so I, I definitely can relate some, uh, some of what you say. So definitely, you know, helpful to see that's, that, that's you know, there's someone there that is helping, you know, the, the new, new guys, new folks entering the industry. Uh, and uh, and also, you know, of course, this this podcast is more on cybersecurity, but I definitely 
uh, you know, um, uh, I always suggest, you know, people that are asking me that, you know, cybersecurity is just part of the IT industry. So if you want to start out there, maybe you should also consider, you know, uh, other kind of positions like, you know, IT support and uh, similar roles. Uh, so definitely, you know, uh, thank you for, for your work, Kevin. Thank you. Appreciate it. Perfect. So, um, uh, again, um, uh, if you're watching this for the first time, the, the format is very simple. I just collected a bunch of um, security news from the last week around. And um, I'm going to share my screen right now with those articles uh, so we can have a, a brief chat with uh, with Kevin and see uh, where, where the discussion goes. Okay, so here we go. Just give me a second. Oop. Okay, so everyone should be able to see my screen. And um, and uh, yeah, this is the first article. So I'm going to, to have a very, very uh, quick introduction about this. Um, so in any of the articles I've collected, there's something that I, I found interesting, right? And especially interesting if you can uh, discuss with someone uh, about it. So the first one is uh, this, uh, this article talking about um, uh, you know, a malicious campaign that is running uh, recently. And um, it is interesting because this track doctor uh, is uh, basically using some um, uh, fake LinkedIn, uh, you know, uh, uh, post accounts and so on, uh, to to reach out to people that are looking for um, maybe a social media manager uh, position. Okay, uh, so this is not something that we see uh, really that often, right? It's very targeted, uh, uh, targeting a, actually a, a kind of role that is. Um, uh, not really, you know, usually we, we see something like uh, we, we target uh, administrators or people that have um, high privileges in a company so that uh, the actors or, or the, um, you know, can try to steal uh, their credentials or something. Uh, this is a little different. And um, uh, what is uh, written in the article uh, that you can see in here, but I'm also going to, to share the, uh, the links uh, in the description of the video if you want to, to check it out. Um, Basically, the, the reason behind it is that the actors wants to potentially steal um, uh, Facebook business accounts. So basically, the, the, the accounts that I use to, to run the Facebook uh, advertisements. Okay, um, And uh, that's because they are targeting social media managers, because if they are already um, you know, uh, doing that kind of job in a company, they potentially have access to a similar account, and they're maybe running a Facebook advertisement for the company. And um, if the, you know, um, if the, att the attackers can steal their accounts, they can then use that account to run uh, what they call um, advertising campaigns. So basically using advertisement uh, online to, to spread, you know, uh, phishing site, malware, and so on and so forth. So that, you know, you, you always know that, um, advertisements are there and uh, they catch your clicks, you know, they, they catch multiple uh, user clicks and uh, it's very uh, high probable that a lot of users are going to, to download files or to just click on the link because it's advertised on, uh, on the platforms. Um, so, uh, you know, there, there are some details about the, um, you know, the, the, the attack itself, um, something like, you know, um, the, the, the targets are going to be asked to download some files that are um, faked as the uh, you know, a job description of the, 
of the role there <clears throat> they are being searched for or the salary and uh, stuff like that so it's it's pretty uh it's pretty interesting you know to see how uh, they are trying to trick people into into downloading malwares but what i want to talk is more you know the the overall tactic right so um here we see uh attackers that are not targeting companies they are targeting individual people and especially individual people that are looking for for a new job potentially right and uh, we see you know of course you know kevin you you uh, you see a lot of those people but i i also do that you know um there are so many people out there searching for a new job and using platforms as uh, linkedin to to talk with people to reach out to, to people and they are always willing to to trust the person uh, on the other side of the chat right mm -hmm. so so i don't know what, what are your thoughts about this have you ever think about something like this? Uh, yeah. So one of my, one of one of my, uh, I guess, someone that that I know that's on Discord, he mm -hmm. he got a random message on um, LinkedIn saying that yeah, we're hiring for this job, and um, basically he's working back and forth with this person, and then um, they didn't even do a job interview. It was weird. It was really strange. To be honest hmm. with you, they didn't do a job interview at all, and it's like, oh yeah, you got hired, you got the job. So I'm like, uh, he's like, yeah, I think I think if I, he's like, I finally got a job in IT. I'm like, no, that's not. And I'm like responding to this person. I'm like, that's not real. He's like, what do you mean? He didn't even interview you. He didn't even interview. He didn't even, the person that you're talking to, they didn't even take the time to do like a video call or something, right? So like mm -hmm. the person that you're talking to, we don't know if that person's real or not. Like, it's just really bizarre that they didn't even take the time to do an interview and, you know, Go on, go on camera and do all this other stuff that you, that normally you would like to know is if when you're talking to someone because we don't know if he's real or not. So um, that job ended up being fake. So they sometimes in 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 uh, social media they they will have people that are fake and they'll just try to you know get your information whether it's your social security number, uh, yeah. whether it's your first and last name, whether it's um, getting more information about like 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 I seen people go into LinkedIn and ask for like. Yeah, we're hiring you. Can I can I get your um, your bank account information? Uh, I need you. To, I need you to send me this amount of money, and then you could spend this amount of money to buy the computer or the laptop. You know that does happen in, in on LinkedIn. That's that's not. I mean, that's not out of the ordinary. I mean, I'm talking about my Discord because this happened in our Discord where basically you have you have uh, random people on LinkedIn that we don't even know, and they're asking for your banking information. So that's just. I mean that's just my experience. I'm not. People are really strange that way, <laughs> but you know it's just, you know when it's fake, you know when it's real. You know, like it, it's just, it's just so it's just it's simple to tell whether that person's real or not, or or they're fake. Mm -hmm. But there are people that will fall for it. By the way, that's just common. That's just how it is. If you're desperate for a job, you will fall for it. It's just yeah, yeah, absolutely. So you know, I, I was you know I I we have similar conversation in multiple of you know, multiple episodes of this podcast where I'm always pushing on the fact that anyone can fall for, for any kind of scam, right? Of course, there will be people that are a little more, uh, you know, uh, focusing on what they are reading and a little more, you know, alerts can pop up in their head. But those kind of, uh, you know, phishing attempts or uh, scams or uh, anything like that, those are trying to, you know... Um, uh, use your own biases, your own, you know, uh, vulnerabilities as a human, right? So if in this case, you're 
you know, looking for a new job, maybe you don't have a job right now and uh, you, you need money, you are kind of in a, in a difficult situation, you are definitely, you know, more vulnerable and willing to, uh, to trust people that are uh, promising them um, job positions, right? So I, I, I really never want to, to give, you know, uh, or to say, oh, it's fault or it's, it's their fault that they clicked on the link or it's their fault that they trusted something like this. Because you know, maybe maybe they are not just into uh, their best, uh, you know, um, shape or in the best situation to to comprehend what what they are reading, right? Um, and uh, you know, yeah, this is definitely something something interesting. Uh, I think I also received some uh, some fake messages on LinkedIn or something like that at some point. Uh, I, most of the time, I, I just you know uh, uh, drop them because. It, you receive so many messages, but it's so different when you are, you know, um, in, the, in the opposite position, right? So you are looking for a job. You are maybe writing, uh, you know, messages to so to so many people in order to uh, get, you know, interviews, get maybe also referrals, get also, so, you know, just suggestions on how to progress in your, um, you know, uh, career search and everything. Uh, so so it's just good to to discuss about something like this and to. Uh, spread a little awareness that that also something like this can happen, right? Uh, it it really says a lot, and I think again this is one of the the goals of this uh, this podcast of mine. Um, it, yeah, definitely. You know, this can happen for any job position, probably, um, especially because if if like you said, uh, attackers are targeting your bank account or social security number or something, anyone can be a target for sure. Um, so what we can see in the uh, in the um, in the article is something a little more specific with the, you know specific people being targeted because they could have access to a um, uh, in this case a Facebook business account and I was also mentioning you know um, uh, possible uh, situation where attackers are targeting uh, administrators of current companies they are targeting because if I can uh, lure an administrator to download a malware in their laptop or computer, and um, you know uh, I can steal their credentials. I, uh, as a, as the attacker, I suddenly got a privileged account in the, into the company um, network, right? So uh, this is actually very very important. I, I'm not sure how a company can, you know, uh, try to. Um, I don't know, teach or just uh, make their, their users aware of what's happening. Um, I, I don't know, I, I'm trying to do something very little here, but definitely should be a, a bigger, um, you know, effort of, uh, you know, companies as well and uh, people out there that are basically using the internet for so many things, right? No, I, I 100% agree with you. So this is a this is a conversation that that I have all the time with um, the C level folks, the executives, the IT directors, and the CISOs, and um, all the people that are executives. Because I, I I actually join um, the ex I actually join the executive meetups. They have executive meetups here in New York where I live, and we talk about these conversations. Like um, it's really straight. And this has happened. This has happened to me because of my work environment. That's directly to me for someone in my in the company that I worked at. And mm -hmm. basically, yeah, like you need to have some sort of social awareness training, some sort of cybersecurity training, because you have you have people that that they email the they 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 actually go after the 
the long hang the 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 low hanging fruit for example like uh, i'll give you a real life example like in my job they had they had a a, a ceo and then the ceo has an admin assistant obviously the target there is the admin assistant because the ceo is, is you know you could you could target the ceo that's fine but the admin assistant's right there she's not gonna know about cybersecurity. so you you basically go after her and how do they do that what did they do in in, in my work environment what, what they did was uh the person emailed that emailed her and pretended that they were the ceo and they mm-hmm. send her an email and the, the domain the domain is the same right when you go to the actual email it looks like similar but it's like a miss it's like an extra letter in there right okay so you kind of like you can't tell if it's real or not but well me i could tell it was real or not because i look at it you know i'm attention to the detail right but her she looks at it she's like oh that's probably the ceo i gotta, I gotta do what, she, what he's telling me to do so okay can you can you please can you please send me this information send me the information okay can you please send me that all right can you can you i'm gonna send you uh i'm gonna send you a, a a document and that document is an executable file so they have access to her computer so she clicks on it she opens it and then next thing you know like in five minutes this person's already on her computer and, and i don't know what's going on and i get an alert i get an alert on our end because we have we have all these alerts that pop up whenever something strange is going on and I have to go to uh, Active Directory, and I went into her account, and I disabled her account, and then she can't log in at all. And then what I did was I took that computer off the network, and I and I literally like we had like we had a bunch of people come to her desk, and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> so your computer is not working. She's like, why can't I log in? I'm like, well, we disabled your account, you know. And it's like, why? It's like, no, because someone's on your computer right now, and I have to take it off the network because I don't know what's going on with your computer. So I literally took her computer, uh, disabled her account. We changed her password. We had to sanitize that computer. You know, obviously, you have to sanitize the computer and make sure you get rid of whatever is in that computer. And then we gave her another computer after that. And it was a whole investigation because when you when you're when, when you have a, an attack like that, like you want to find out what happened, you want to find out um, how to prevent it. You also want to find out how to uh, sanitize it. You also want to find out uh, how they came in. What what kind of attack was it? And you know, obviously, those things are very important. So I, I had this conversation with her and we gave her another computer. But then, like you said before, like the people that are, are that get targeted, unfortunately, are the people that are not educated in cybersecurity. And that does happen a lot. And, and that happened to me. That happened to a few of my other jobs as well. Like I'll, I'll give you one last example in the same company. I was in charge of a phishing campaign. Mm-hmm. So basically what, what I do is what, what I, my job was I give I send you a fake email, a fake Starbucks coffee email. And if mm. you click on it, you have to do cybersecurity training. So I sent everyone a bunch of Starbucks coffee emails. And the person, the people that were there, like like half of them clicked on it. And the other half didn't click on it. And I'm like, all right, I got to do cybersecurity training with you guys because you guys can't be clicking on random stuff. Like it doesn't, you know, take, <laughs> please, please like report it. Like if you have like proof point, we have proof point, right? You have proof point. You have some sort of third-party tool on your email address that says report to cybersecurity or you click on this and it reports to phishing, right? You just do that, report to phishing, whether it's a, it's a Starbucks coffee or not. And then rather, uh, we're not going to get mad at you, right? Like if you if you send if you send a report to cybersecurity or you send a report to IT to see if it's phishing, we're not going to get angry. We're going to be like, oh, why did you send this? This is, this is a real email. We're not going to get mad at you. We're going to look at it. We're going to actually investigate it. And it will tell you if it's real or not. If it's real, that then that's fine. Go for it. If it's not real, then obviously we're like, okay, yeah, this is not this is not real. Thank you for letting us know that this is not real. We're gonna have to block that. We have to blacklist this on our domain, and uh, we should be good to go after that. So, 
Um, those are just those are the things I wanted to, I wanted to throw out there because this has happened to to me in my work environment. So I have to let you know about that. So yeah, and you know it happens actually everywhere. You know, uh, you you uh, you make your your own uh, experiences or your own stories, but it's really um, something that really happens everywhere. <clears throat> Especially you mentioned the um, you know fake phishing campaigns that are are so common everywhere, right? I think it's the the most uh, common way to to do security awareness in um, in most companies, and uh, th there's so much talk about it, right? If that's uh, the right way to do it, if there's uh, anything better that uh, we can do as a, as an industry, I'm not sure. Like I don't have the answer to that, but mm -hmm. something you know, something uh, I can say is that um, uh, you know the point is okay. Um, uh, some people can 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 be a little you know scared about um, reporting some some kind of email because uh, they don't want anyone to to be you know um, aggressive to them because they did something and the uh, companies have to communicate right that this is actually okay and uh, that uh, it's uh, it's actually something that could be I don't know rewarded or uh, su supported by by the companies right because it's uh, uh, everyone's job to to basically um, uh, make make the company secure, right? Uh, you're part of the company, so you, you have your as an employee, uh, you have your little part to do, right? Um, on the on the other end, and uh, this is the other uh, example you did you you said before, when you as an employee receive an email that apparently is coming from your CEO, right? Even if there's something that you can catch on the domain or something, but it's from the CEO or someone important in the company, maybe, you know, that's already taking all of your attention because it could be a very, you know, demanding um, uh, request or a very high important or very urgent thing that they are asking you to do, right? And uh, you not really think too much of, uh, about it or you don't really look at all the details. Uh, they, they just, you know, uh, he, he, uh, you know, there comes the CEO is, is asking me something. It must be something very important, very urgent to do. So mm -hmm. it's just, you know, the human brain that is not working in the best way when they are uh, stressed, right? And that's definitely something that the attackers know, or at least the one that use some this kind of, uh, of tricks. And they know that if they can put stress or urgency or, uh, or you know, other kind of uh, this kind of uh, tricks, uh, they know that even if th that person is actually looking into all the, the details, all the alarms they can see popping up uh, into the email, if they uh, craft the email uh, um, so that, you know, uh, it's, it's really asking you to, to, be, to be urgent and in uh, in quick in uh, responding or do whatever it is asking you to do, uh, then, you know, it's, uh, it's something that, Everyone can, can actually fall for it, even if they did the um, the phishing campaign uh, awareness uh, course just uh, just the day before, right? So I don't know. I think it it is important to do something like that, but still, it doesn't really fix the issue like totally, right? Um, and uh, and and it's really crazy because I I keep saying this in in uh, most of the episodes now. You know, no matter how we progress or no matter how, how much technology progress or how many new tools we have in, in the industry to prevent attacks and everything. Phishing and, you know, uh, social engineering is still 
um, the, the best way attackers can can do to um, to get into company networks, right? Which is crazy. It's, it's the most simple thing if you think about it, but still, it's the more effective, right? Um, so, so yeah. The, the, the only the last thing is, you know, at least if you are an employee, you have your company that is trying to help you to to make you aware or to train you into doing such things or looking at those details, right? Uh, but if you are on your own, like, like the example that we, we started with, with someone looking for, for a job, there's no one giving you uh, security awareness courses or uh, giving you uh, fake phishing you know, emails so that you can learn that next time you should not click on it. Uh, so it's, it's just a new, like no one is really uh, teaching everyone. I don't know, maybe sometime we have governments uh, doing some, uh, uh, I don't know, advertisement on TV or something to, to spread awareness, but it's not really that common. It's not really uh, that effective, I think, right? So that, that's just you know, my thoughts that I, I throw there. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I 100% agree with you. It's just, it's just not, it's, it's very, um, like people think that social engineering is not common, but like it happens every single day. It's not like, yeah. like even, even um, uh, not to change the topic, but even when you, when you go and, when you go and get a fake phone call, right? And someone thinks that someone pretends that they're Best Buy and they call you and they tell you like, yeah, I'm here to fix your computer. Uh, looks like you have a virus. Can I remote into your computer? And then they get access to your computer and then, um, they see you know your computer has ransomware on it, and you can't really do anything. So, you know, that does happen a lot in, in, in security. That does happen a lot with with people that um, I guess they they actually attack more like the uh, the older folks. Like mm-hmm. I'm talking about like 60 or higher that are not aware of social of social engineering or not aware of cybersecurity. So those people that are a lot older, they typically fall for those things, and um, yeah. they 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 will they're willing to pay the ransomware. Because they, they don't want to, they don't want their files to get encrypted. It does happen. So those, those are like little things that um, we need to be aware of. And there's a little things that like we need to educate more of the people that are, are uh, I guess they want to learn cybersecurity. We need to educate everyone in cybersecurity because you don't want people just randomly clicking on stuff. It just, it just happens, you know. So yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. And yeah, we, we you know, uh, if if probably um, every of us just do uh, a little something to to teach everyone, not just the employees or our company, to um, to be aware and to um, you know have put attention in what you are reading or what you are clicking on, especially. And maybe we can do just a little um, improvement as a, a you know uh, as a group or as a society, community, or whatever you you want to call it. Uh, so if you're okay, I think we can move to the next one. Uh, not because it was it wasn't interesting, but because we have a lot to talk about still. So, um, and, and I think this is this is really interesting. This is very different uh, in uh, you know anything that I that I brought to the podcast so far, actually. And I'm really curious to see uh, what we can uh, take out of it. Right. So um, the article talks about you know um, um, this um, 22 years old. A uh, guy that was actually, um, you know, um, sentenced to prison, right, uh, for something that um, you know they were cashed doing doing uh, in, the, in the last few years, and uh, this is something that, again, maybe we don't really uh, um, connect between you know cybercrime or the internet or the digital world and uh, 
and what happens out there, you know, in the in the, in the streets, in the into our physical world. Um, basically, uh, this guy uh, was part of a um, of a you know a gang or a group that um, uh, they were basically selling online the what it, here it is called uh, violence as a service. You know, we we call everything as a service right now, and this is pretty pretty interesting to see. Um, basically, they were selling this service where they accepted money um, uh, to 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 basically run physical damages to, to people or to, uh, you know, houses of, of other people out there. Uh, and, uh, you know, some examples here was uh, something like breaking or basically throwing bricks at uh, people's windows or uh, throwing, um, uh, how, how do you call them, uh, the, the um, Molotov, um, you know, cocktails uh, to, to, to do a lot of damage, actually, or even to shoot at, um, uh, people's houses. So mm -hmm. something very, very uh, dangerous and potentially harmful. Um, and I know that uh, it is um, written somewhere in the article that the, when the guy was sketched, uh, actually there was some um, uh, some people that were of course hurt uh, in one of these um, one of these things. So again, this is not really the the classic you know cyber attacks or cyber crime things we uh, we usually read about in the industry. Uh, but you see the connection. You see that you know this was this kind of um, request uh, or offerings, uh, I should say, uh, were done in a, in a Discord server, right? Or or using Discord at all. So again, we know a lot of people that are using Discord, especially you know in the IT industry, in the cybersecurity industries. Uh, you mentioned that you have your own Discord, your own, right? Um, so it's uh, one of the platforms that um, so many people are using. To you know, uh, to meet people, to to learn something new, to train themselves in groups or something, and um, uh, yet you can see uh, and you can find stuff like this where they are not you know all, uh, only talking about uh, you know malware or ransomware that are already something that definitely are you know dangerous and uh, we should uh, take care of, but even something I don't know if we can say that this is worse. Maybe maybe it is right, but it's as as bad as or um, even worse that uh, than the the usual thing we read about in the, um, in the cybersecurity industry, right? Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. Would you call this still cybersecurity when when uh, we see this um, uh, you know offered online? Uh, what, what do you think? No, with me is like I, I so I I did work for um, you guys. Are, you guys watching this? If anyone watching this, I did work for the NYPD. So mm -hmm. I work for the NYPD um, auxiliary volunteer. We actually do arrest people. When I when I was uh, I arrested a couple of people actually when I worked mm -hmm. for the police. And uh, yeah, this is not normal behavior. So typically, when um, you have someone do something like this, um, typically um, just to say just to I, I like to make I like to bring mental awareness to mm -hmm. IT. Typically, when someone does something like that, it's not normal. So, like, typically, something mentally is wrong with that person, and they, we need to bring them in, and they need to, they need mental help. So, like, someone to actually attack someone, or throw a brick on a window, or do something physical to someone, or something, they they uh, they have some sort of mental illness, and um, yeah, we have to, you have to bring that person in and see what's wrong with that person. You you don't know what you don't know what's going on with them. So. I know, I know it's, I know it's kind of not, but my answer is not cybersecurity related, but it's like, sometimes mm -hmm. you have like mental, 
illnesses and you have people that that need mental help then they they don't they're not 100 percent there in the head so when you have someone like that it's just like you have to bring them in and, and see what's going on with their head and they may see they may need to, they may need to go see a, a therapist or something like that we don't we don't know so um that's just my personal experience because i i seen it happen a lot when yeah. i worked for the police and uh yeah and, and then also like going back to like selling selling services right that's why we have like and i'm gonna go back to cybersecurity. that's why we have the dark web right remember the dark let's talk about the dark web a little bit the dark web people sell other people's information the dark web uh i seen someone in the dark web like and 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 hopefully i don't get in trouble for saying this but i see someone in the dark web like literally pay someone else for 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 a hitman for example right that's a real thing that doesn't that does exist um and i see someone in the dark web pay for someone's other someone's um so security or just someone someone's uh, resume or whatever like to steal all your information so that, that's a real thing and that happens a lot on social media like like information is there some of like a, a lot of your a, a lot of your information may be there you don't know about it and you just need to pay for it usually money to pay for that information it's actually there <laughs> even my information is there like it may like i'm just letting you know like it's just you don't you don't know how much information is out there but actually there's a lot of information about you if you know how to if you know how to, if you have the right amount of money, or if you know how to get into that information, if that makes sense. So hopefully that answers your question. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like you made me think about something, right? Um, uh, mentioning the dark web and everything that you can actually potentially find in there, right? Um, most of the stuff, uh, most of which are actually, you know, uh, um, let's say harmful again, dangerous, or just uh, illegal things that you can find. And um, I got to think about this, that, you know, in the cybersecurity industry, um, a lot of, especially, you know, the, the, the younger guys are attracted by this field because it really feels like, uh, you know, what, what you have seen in uh, movies or, uh, you know, TV series where, you know, this cool guy, you know, can, get, can do anything or get anything uh, just using a computer. And uh, it sounds very cool. Uh, all of these things you, you can do, you know, uh, breaching, um, you know, system servers or companies. And uh, when you, you get to, uh, you know, teach yourself this kind of uh, cybersecurity related stuff, right? And uh, a lot of us actually uh, did that or still do that, you know, in order to, again, enhance our careers or just uh, maybe uh, trying to, to get our um, first position in the industry. And when you start, you know, uh, reading online, you get to know about the dark web. You get to know about this kind of things that you can actually find. And maybe you are, um, you know, uh, on a on a first um, the first the first time you see, you are attracted to see. You know, okay, you I want to access. I want to see what's the, what's in there. I want to to try to you know talk with some people in there and see what what happens. You know, uh, I ju just I just took this this conversation here because. Uh, this can be dangerous, right? If you don't know what you're doing, if you don't know who, uh, with who you are talking with, right? Uh, it can be really dangerous. There's everything there. There could be something that is not really harmful, like, you know, uh, getting a bunch of email addresses and phone numbers. Okay, you can use those information to do something bad later, right? But there's mm -hmm. also even worse. You can see something like, you know, this kind of violence as a service thing, where uh, you think maybe it could be just a, a joke or something, but people can can get really hurt, you know, uh, out there. Uh, and uh, you know, you, you you took some, you get you uh, you got some examples where 
someone you know has some kind of problems they 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 want to do those kind of stuff themselves but what if someone is actually accepting accepting money to to do the things on on your behalf that's even worse right that you know gets a lot of people who are not willing to do those kind of things uh, on their own the 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 you know um uh potentially to to uh, to still to do some things to to third parties uh to do the damages and and everything and um and the last thing is that okay yeah definitely this happens every day and happens a lot in the, in the dark web and everything but in this specific case that was brought in the article they are talking about discord they are talking about telegram that technically it's not even dark web and this is interesting because you know at least you know it's a little just a little difficult to get into the the, the, the darknet or just to configure your own you know um, Tor client to access the the Tor network and everything. I, I'm not saying it's it's impossible or, or you have to have you know uh, some kind of uh, very difficult skills, but not everyone can definitely do that from from you know on their own. But something like Discord, something like Telegram that everyone is using nowadays from from their mobile device, maybe uh, you can just get to to talk with the with the wrong person. Uh, and, and again, once again, I, I just think it's very important to, to be aware that those things are right there, right? Uh, we should always double check or try to double check who, you know, with who we are talking with. And uh, if they are serious when they are offering this kind of stuff, let's not just joke about, you know, uh, uh, dropping molotovs at, at people's houses. Um, so, so, yeah, you know, I, I just thought, it's it's interesting. It's not really cybersecurity as you said, like strictly speaking, right? But it's still uh, what we see in the digital world. What we know, um, the, the the same people, the same platforms, uh, the same discussion we have every day, right? So uh, so yeah, I thought uh, it was interesting. Um, I actually I actually wanted to say one more thing. Uh, just so you're yeah. aware, you probably don't know this. Maybe you do know this, but. Um, and my, on my discord, like it was, it was a weird issue because on my discord, like, I had someone pretending to be me. I'm not sure if you oh, know that. Yeah. So I had someone pretending to be me and, and because I'm going back to this topic, right? What we're talking about in this article. So someone mm-hmm. actually pretended to be me. They had my, they had my username, the same username, my, my same uh, about me information, my same picture, everything about me, all the same. And then I'm getting a hundred, I'm getting like over a hundred messages. Like Kevin, um, is this you? Is this you? Is this you? I'm like, no, it's not me. So then I, I had to have like I had to have like the 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 moderators involved from Discord in order to ban this person, and we got rid of that person. But then they created another account. Then they created another. They created like five different accounts. So it took me like um, it took me like a whole week just to ban this person because they kept changing their IP address. So on Discord that does happen. <laughs> just yeah. You know. yeah. 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 No, on this one, I, I would say that Discord is pretty. Uh, I don't know, uh, common or, or famous nowadays, right? Yeah, it's um, so, so many people are using that. Uh, Telegram as well, and uh, it definitely happens all this, especially if you have uh, uh, some some following, right? Because uh, th- this is basically identity theft, you know? And uh, uh, the the you know the more um, people are following you, or just the more people are are willing to. Uh, to listen to what you say, right? Uh, the more, uh, of course, you know, uh, so, some attackers are going to be interested in specifically stealing your account. Now, everyone can get, again, target about these things. I, I had a bunch of friends as well uh, who, who are not really, you know, um, let's say, who are not 
influencers or they just no, not are you know um, uh, content creators of any kind, but still uh, they they can uh, find a way to uh, monetize the fact that they are uh, stealing your identity in some way. Uh, but yeah, definitely, I I can understand why you could be a um, a, a very uh, you know a potential target of this kind of things, right? And they can happen on Discord, they can happen on uh, Telegram or any kind of social media um, you, you could use, you know, even uh, Instagram or, or LinkedIn as well, right? We, we see a lot of uh, fake accounts uh, on, um, uh, on LinkedIn. And uh, again, if you are a trusted person, right, and many people, maybe tens, thousands of people are, are following you and uh, they are, again, willing to click on a link that you share because you you are you, right? Uh, someone maybe uh, as an interested in uh, in uh, stealing your account or stealing or just copying your account because they can drop a link in there and a lot a lot of people are willing to okay let's click on a link because this is you know my friend Kevin doing this so it's it's totally uh, it's totally cool uh, right mm -hmm. maybe there's something interesting in it so maybe I should click on, on that so yeah you know always uh, double check always make sure why is that person asking you to click on a link um first thing that you should ask yourself um so uh so yeah i, I can relate that mm -hmm. yeah that's exactly what happened they had a link and everything and i had we had to like ban that we had to ban that account that they, they would pretend to be me pretty much yeah. so that, that, that does happen it, it's a work for them right they they do it with the um, you know very carefully copying everything so uh, uh it's not easy to, to figure it out but if someone actually wrote to you is this you you know, uh, that that means that there was something a little wrong, or that there was something that they could notice. Maybe just the fact that there were two accounts, maybe uh, it's it's already something that uh, should pop up in your mind. Yeah. Um, okay. Cool. So uh, again, um, I think it's it's good to to go to the next one. And just before we do that, just a little reminder: if you are watching this at uh, you know either either uh, live on Twitch or maybe you are uh, watching the recording. On, uh, on YouTube or even the, um, the audio on Spotify, please consider that, you know, um, there's uh, actually a lot of work behind this. And uh, I thank you very much, Kevin, or uh, all of the other guests that I had in the, in the previous episode. So the only thing that I'm asking you is please maybe um, consider clicking on, the, on that follow or subscribe button because that just makes me know that um, someone wants to still see and watch this episode and I should do more. Uh, so uh, it's uh, it's very very important for me. So please, you know, just hit that button. It's not that uh, that difficult. Um, great. So uh, next next article right right here. This is uh, probably the 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 most classic cybersecurity news that we uh, we usually see. Um, uh, you know, day to day basically. Uh, it actually takes a lot of work to not to find the news. But to select the news uh, and to try to find the uh, the most interesting one, right? Um, and uh, again, this is a classic one in the sense that um, there was a how do you say that? Just a, a research from from Kaspersky uh, where they were tracking a specific um, uh, malware, right? Called this stripe fly here, mm -hmm. um, and. Uh, you know, there's a very specific detail that makes it very, very interesting to me. So the malware itself, it's not very new. Uh, it was um, first seen in 2017, and it was, you know, categorized 
pretty much as a, a crypto miner. So when we when we say crypto miner, basically, um, and if you know what cryptocurrency is, um, basically the the attackers are uh, are trying to make you install this model on your computer so they can use the power, you know, the the computational power of your own PC uh, to mine um, uh, cryptocurrency. Basically, you know. Uh, just to make everyone understand, generate the cryptocurrency out of nowhere uh, using, you know, uh, the um, uh, your own or uh, your own computer. So if they can make uh, maybe you know um, a thousand different uh, people installing that malware and mining that cryptocurrency, maybe they they can do a little money out of it, right? Uh, this is usually something that um, mostly cybercrime is willing to do. Because is uh, um, you know the, the reason behind it is mostly um, monetization, right? The, the more PC I, I infect, the more money I can make out of it, um, and, uh, and you know that's it. That that if you if you categorize a malware as a crypto malware, you are categorizing it as something okay. Uh, let's say uh, not very high hand, but just you know um, uh, so, some a bunch of kids that are trying to make some money out of you know impacting some uh, so many computers out there still very bad right but not the worst thing that you can find um, when, when we talk about you know um, uh, malware and cybersecurity now it appears that recently or at least in the last year Kaspersky had seen this same malware um, infecting so many uh, you know um, devices out there and mostly in um, um, you know governments and uh, uh, state agencies and so on and so forth, which is a little uh, interesting, let's say, for a crypto miner, because it appeared it was very, very targeted in uh, some, you know, uh, um, you know, government agencies and uh, that kind of stuff. So they uh, deep dive uh, a little more in the malware, into the malware, and find out that actually there were a lot of um, other hidden features in the malware itself, and um, the malware was actually very, very powerful in the sense that it could um, do a lot of things like, you know, again, stealing credentials, stealing information from your computer or um, basically uh, record, you know, via, via the microphone, uh, what you are saying and everything. It's, it's basically a totally different category of malware, uh, something that you would call um, an info stealer or a spyware, uh, something like that. Uh, and that, that puts the malware itself in a in a completely different light, right? This is something very you know um, very very uh, dangerous. Something that is targeting a, a totally different um, uh, you know group of people or organizations. And uh, it's interesting to see how it could be an attempt to to hide the real purpose of the malware itself. Now this is just some sort of um, hypothesis, right? We we don't know for sure what's the uh, what's the the purpose behind it, and we probably never know. But um, you know, it's it's not that common that you can see um, cryptocurrency mining uh, feature in a info stealer because there are two; those are two completely different purposes, right? So there should be a reason behind it. Maybe maybe attackers just you know thought, okay, let's build everything, let's code everything we can, and then we can use the feature that we need uh, at the time. But most of the time, you really need to put the effort where uh, you know, you're know you actually um, 
uh, you you are aiming for, right? So uh, I don't know. There's there's a lot on it, but just let me know what, what you what are your thoughts. No, this this I'm I'm thinking about this in my head. This is happening to me again. <laughs> so that's completely okay. Uh, oh my goodness! So basically, I I um I have a YouTube channel. Remember I talked about my YouTube channel earlier. So I had someone I had someone send a malware link, pretending it was me again. For the I don't I don't know why people do this, but they pretend to me pretend to be me again on YouTube. Uh, and it says like if you click this link, you're guaranteed to make X amount of dollars for mine for mining for uh, mm -hmm. crypto coin currency, basically. So what happened was is that I had a bunch of people message me on on uh, per, uh, privately on LinkedIn and YouTube, and um, they messaged me on Discord too. Like, is that your is that account your account? I'm like, that's not me. So if someone had like the exact same name as me, and uh, I'm like, I'm like, I think I became popular because people are just starting to copy me for some reason. I don't know what's going on over here. So I think I became famous or something. I don't know. But someone was copying me on YouTube, and they were they were trying to they were trying to have everyone click on the crypto mining malware. And um, I, I we actually finally got it removed. It took over a month, by the way. This is not this was not an easy process because uh, they kept creating another account over and over again. So. Um, and obviously people knew, people were aware that that wasn't me at some point. I'm like, I'm like, you guys, this is not me. This is some random guy trying to be me. Don't click on that because I don't want you guys having an infection on your PC. I don't want, I don't want your PC to get affected. So yes, this, this, I am familiar with this. This has happened to me with people and they thought that it was me and it's not me. Cause there are some people that know me that know who I am and they'll know that definitely that's not me. And then there's some people that follow me, but don't personally know me. And they think that that's me. And I'm like, no, that's not me. That's some random guy. So that, that does happen a lot on, on, on social media. Now, I'm not sure if you've ever seen it, but like on social media, they do this on YouTube for uh, crypto mining. They do it on Twitter as well for crypto mm -hmm. mining. So like if you become real popular and real famous, like if there's like a post that you created, for example, you created a post and that post is super popular. The person that the person that 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 is trying to get malware and, and trying to get crypto, uh, uh, trying to get all that information out there, he's literally gonna act like you, and it's not you. It's gonna behave like you and go to the comment section and be like, "Yeah, um, if you want free money, go over here," you know. <laughs> uh, and they, they they do that a lot for some reason. So that that does happen. So hopefully that answers your question. That, that does happen. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, again, it's uh, it's more on the fact that they can reach so many people, right? Because uh, uh, let's say, I don't know exactly how many, uh, you know, uh, I don't know, YouTube followers or uh, uh, any any other, you know, uh, connection or other social media you could have. But definitely, if you have a high, high, hold, you know, um, a very big audience, it's uh, uh, just so, uh, so useful, right? For, for attackers, you know, if they want to, in fact, as many people as possible. Definitely the best way to reach out to so many people and convince all of those people to, to click on a link or just download some uh, uh, some ex executables is to you know uh, try to um, uh, get to your own audience. Or uh, I'm, I'm saying to you, but of course, anyone that has a very big audience out there, right? So it really makes sense. It's some kind of, again, stuff that we need to be aware of especially as uh, you know content creators right uh, it's not my case i don't have the, that big audience or at least yet but definitely you know uh, again some way they can use your own uh, 
face or just you know presence against you, right? Um, ma making making people fool uh, just because they uh, they pretend to be you. It's it's very it's very bad, right? Not that you know uh, it's um, uh, it's your own fault, but uh, it it happens and it's gonna it's gonna happen uh, uh, you know uh, more and more unfortunately. And um, most of the time, you just can rely on, you know, support from social media platforms in order to remove those accounts. But as you say, they can uh, still create new ones. So we, we just have to, to be very, um, very careful and, you know, take our eyes open uh, to, to, um, to see those, those kind of stuff. And, um, you know, unfortunately, you know, it can happen that some of your own followers have clicked on those links, have downloaded that kind of malware, right? And uh, again, again, yeah, that's bad for sure, right? Um, and, uh, you know, the, the worst thing about cryptocurrency is that if your computer is infected, probably uh, they are using most of your CPU or GPU uh, power, right, to 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 run the crypto mining thing. And uh, maybe um, your computer is not, that responsive anymore as it as it was before, right? So mm -hmm. that that's the worst thing that happens to you directly because okay, maybe they are making money, but they are not really um, doing something worse. But if we again go back a little to to the to the article, the thing is that what if the same malware is not really or is not only doing the crypto mining, but can potentially do other things, right? Most of, most of the time, or at least very recently, we see a lot of those malwares which are uh, full of, um, uh, you know, plugins. Basically, there are a lot of features into the malware itself. Uh, not all of the features are, are being used, but potentially, you know, the malware is already there. If someday the, the attacker decides to do something else with the same piece of software that is already installed in your infected machine, uh, suddenly they can start, I don't know, collecting information or collecting credentials from your environment. And then, you know, things start to be worse than before. They're just not making money out of your your own computer, but potentially they can, again, steal your uh, identity with the, the information they can steal or uh, steal your own accounts and use them to further spread the malware maybe, or, you know, even... Uh, bank accounts and everything and actually directly steal your money instead of generating them out of uh, computer power. So it's, um, yeah, again, it's, um, especially we, I, I'm not really into like um, um, malware analysis and, and stuff, but uh, you you can read a lot of these articles where you see a lot of different kind of malwares. Okay, this is a spyware or okay, this is a ransomware. Okay, this is, uh, crypto miner, but the reality is that they are uh, so often evolving, changing. The same malware a uh, few years before was something, and today you can see the same stuff that was uh, updated to do a lot more, right? So you never know what you know what what's inside those the things. So um, it's interesting to analyze, but definitely you can expect always more than what you read on the article. So. Um, yeah, just again, take your eyes open, I guess. Mm -hmm. I 100% agree with you. It, it, it's, it goes back again to education and um, social awareness and just telling people like, listen, if you see this, this is not real. This is not me. 
if you see this, don't click on this. Like it, it goes back to that. Like, and, and, and I had this conversation with a CISO and he, he told me, he told me the weakest link, the weakest link is our people because they're not educated correctly. So when you're not, you're not educated correctly, it's just like, you know, you, you're just going to fall for anything. It doesn't really matter what it is. You're just going to click on it anyway. <laughs> that's just how it is. So, yeah, that's true. Especially if you are, you know, CISO or some, some serial role and you are in charge of all the company, you know, uh, security, of course you can get a little mad because, um, uh, at some point you, you spend all the money or you did uh, so much effort in protecting your company. And then suddenly the, the, um, uh, the initial access for an attacker was, uh, just convincing some, some employees to, to run some software on their machines. Right. can be a little, uh, um, yeah, just, uh, stressful, let's say, but, but again, I, I'm not willing to say it's their fault or it's, we can try to educate them for sure, but there will always be the time where, uh, you're tired or you're not really, uh, 100% there for any reason, something happened, you know, uh, in, in your life or something and, uh, it can happen. And that's when I, I still see, I still think about, okay, we need to protect, we, 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 we need to prevent if possible. Right. But we also need to know how to respond in case it happens, right? So if we take the, the same example you were saying before, okay, someone stole your identity and did an account with your with your face and your name on it. Okay, maybe you, let's say, or you or the social media platform wasn't able to prevent, prevent it. But at least you or your following noticed it and you, I don't know, uh, um, uh, reached out to the support to, to make, you know, to make it... Uh, um, you know, be removed and everything. So knowing how to respond, and again, both in in a company environment and your own, uh, let's say, digital life, it's very very important uh, because we have to know. Okay, that eventually it can happen to anyone, right? Uh, everyone can be a target, and everyone can be tired one day and uh, fall for that phishing uh, attack. Uh, I say this myself, right? I'm into cybersecurity. Uh, I'm, I'm supposed to be a professional. Still, I'm a human, right? And mm -hmm. I myself can can fall for for that kind of stuff at uh, specific moments, right? If anyone else say says the opposite, okay, maybe you are a super human. Good for you. Uh, I just <laughs> no. I just say that it can happen. Maybe it's it's not very probable, but it can happen. Okay. Um, so we have our, our very last uh, article we can uh, talk about today. It's slightly correlated with what we, we said before with the, with the previous article, because we are still talking about cryptocurrency. And um, this is this is actually a fun story. Uh, let me drink something. Okay, um, so again, a little introduction here. Um, if you, if you, you know, uh, if you ever read or, um, watched anything talking about bitcoin you know that this um, cryptocurrency here the first one uh, actually and uh, probably the most famous one uh it's uh, it's actually pretty old right now and uh, it started uh that its own value was uh very very low right so few cents or something for for each bitcoin now you know we know that uh one bitcoin is very very valuable and not sure how much right now but uh, it started when you know a few people were starting to um, uh, 
transfers, you know, the, with the first transactions, um, a lot of bitcoins because they were they were not very valuable at the very beginning, right? So um, there's this um, person which eventually become pretty famous called uh, Stefan Thomas, right? That um, at some point collected in a in a single wallet, so um, bitcoins and other cryptocurrencies can be stored in a, in a digital wallet, right? And um, you can make that digital wallet uh, both software and hardware. Um, the, the most you know secure thing is uh, to store it in a, in an hardware that is secured via a password and is um, you know encrypted, so that you can actually disconnect it from your computer and uh, and uh, and the internet, for um, for example, right? Uh, and that's what this um, uh, this person uh, Stefan did, right? And stored um, more than seven thousand bitcoins uh, in this USB key that was protected via via password. Now the 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 bad thing was that uh, at some point he completely forgot about the password, okay, that he used for the USB key, and uh, he had no backups, or at least. Uh, I think it's it's described in the article that uh, some way he he deleted all of the backups that he had. Uh, so the the only copy of the um, of the thing was in this USB key. That was actually a very you know um, a pretty good USB key or you know encrypted uh, USB key called uh, it's, it's a specific mod, uh, model called Iron Key S two hundred, and uh, basically it is designed so that you you cannot fail the password more than ten times, uh, otherwise it will delete all the data inside automatically, right? So it's a very secure one. It's actually uh, certified to be used in uh, top secret and government uh, environments. Okay, so it's a very um, you know a high end uh, device. And the problem is that uh, since um, uh, this person forgot about the password the value of Bitcoin raised and become completely crazy, right? At some point, those same Bitcoins in this wallet uh, were worth something like uh, half a billion, right? So um, it, he was uh, going to um, publicly ask on the internet and on multiple medias uh, that uh, you know he was willing to, to give money to people helping him to hack his own wallet, right? Uh, and uh, decrypt the data so that he, he could uh, regain his own his own bitcoins. Now this is a very actually pretty old story. Uh, not sure exactly when uh, when it was the, uh, described the first time. Now the the the, the news is about um, uh, let's say a startup. Uh, there's the name somewhere. I think it's uh, yeah Uncypred, uh, which basically knew that. It's not just Stefan. A lot of people out there have uh, um, encrypted wallets that they cannot restore because they forgot about the password or other kind of similar stuff. So their only um, uh, goal is exactly that. Find a way to hack into those hardware wallets to restore uh, the cryptocurrency in them and ask, of course, for a, for a fee right, uh, to, to do that. Uh, for for all the all the people. Uh, now, this uh, this little startup uh, made 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 a lot of effort in uh, into 
hacking that specific model because they knew about uh, Stefan's story. And uh, they actually found a way to um, uh, basically bypass the, the maximum um, uh, amount of attempts that you can do uh, to, um, uh, to, to insert the password, right? We say that you can try 10 times uh, and if you fail all the 10 times, it's going to delete itself. And uh, the, uh, the owner actually already attempted eight out of 10 uh, tries, right? So they actually find a way to bypass all of this process and try as many, um, as many times as they want so that in that way, they can basically run a brute force attack. Basically try as many combinations as possible until you actually find the, the correct one. And if you do that with a very, very powerful you know, a system or just a, maybe a, um, um, an infrastructure or system that are very, very powerful, you can actually do uh, billions or trillions of tries in a uh, in few, in few hours. And uh, apparently they were able to, um, to decrypt those kind of models uh, that they tried a couple of times and they did it in a few days, okay? So they found a way. Um, now they they were um, finally, you know, uh, ready to reach out to Stephens and ask, okay, we can help you with your wallet and uh, um, uh, regain your your own bitcoins. Uh, unfortunately, Stephens just said, "Oh, well, I'm not interested anymore," <laughs> or or at least, uh, basically, uh, he, he just explained that. Um, uh, he is in contact with other people that uh, are working on it, and is not willing to to uh, take uh, you know any other agreements on the same uh, arrangement. Now, th this was the fun the, the the fun part, right? That uh, some people uh, did a lot of effort to find a an exploit, right, or vulnerability in uh, this kind of wallets, and uh, eventually, apparently, it's uh, it's not really uh, usable or. Maybe it is useful, but not for the person that uh, uh, they they were willing to help, right? And um, and yeah, I think this is interesting in a lot of different you know uh, levels actually. The find the find the, the thing that you don't have to forget your own passwords first of all. The thing that even the most secure device with the the right amount of efforts and time still can be breached. Okay, no matter how secure it is. Uh, there is no such thing as 100% security. This is just something that everyone should know. And um, the thing that, you know, because of money, in this case, Bitcoin, some people were able to breach a very high-end and uh, top-secret level um, device. So that same startup, that same company, actually has the keys to accept, to, to access not only Stefan's uh, bitcoins, but potentially, you know, a lot of top secret data that are contained in similar, you know, devices out there. Uh, this is actually one reason why uh, they are not willing to actually uh, say exactly how they did it, of course. Uh, but it's it's a lot to, to think about and to, to process actually. Uh, what do what do you what do you have in your mind right now? Yeah, for me, I'm I'm familiar with Bitcoin. I know I know Bitcoin. I'm familiar with Coinbase too, actually. Uh, there are a lot of different companies, but I'm familiar with. with uh, I'm definitely familiar with Bitcoin, and I know how it. I, I know that. Uh, change the topic a little bit. I know that the, the currency for Bitcoin 
Uh, by default, it's used in El Salvador. I'm not sure if you know that, but El Salvador, mm -hmm. they, they, their default uh, currency is Bitcoin, and they, they they're known for that for having. It. That's the first one of the, I guess one of the first countries that actually has Bitcoin as the uh, currency. Um, and I, I'm familiar with Bitcoin because I used to have Bitcoin, so I know what it is. And um, yeah, so that's that's one thing. The other thing is, uh, yeah, about just talk about flash drives a little bit. So when when you have flash drives, like um, I know a few people that I work with. So I've, I've been in, um, I'm not sure you're familiar with DEF CON, but I was in a cybersecurity conference event called DEF CON. And I, I talked to cybersecurity experts and cyber people that work in cybersecurity. And a lot of them tell me, uh, yeah, Kev, so as a social experiment, what we do is we, and this changes the topic a little bit, but it has to do with this a little bit. Uh, what we do is we actually leave flash drives on the floor uh and I'm like, I'm like i'm like huh what do you mean by that yeah so we put flash drives on the floor on purpose so we we go around we walk around different states different different areas different countries and we leave flash drives on the floor on purpose like wh why do you do that oh yeah because we want someone to just randomly pick up the flash drive plug it in and then we get access to the computer so a lot of people that work cyber security they tend to do that they typically like they have malicious intent, right? So they typically will leave a flash drive on the floor. And then when you plug it in, that's it. Bah, bah, boom, boom, boom. They have access to everything. So that's one thing. The other thing with it, with, with going back to this is the, uh, obviously, you know, it's, da it's dangerous when, when you, you have some, we have a company like this that is able to unlock everything on the flash drive. That's very dangerous, by the way. It's not, that's not, I'm not going to say that's normal. That's dangerous because uh, who knows what they could do with your information? Who knows what they could do with that flash drive? And who knows what they could do with other flash drives, right? Especially you encrypt your own flash drive, right? So kind of security security stuff related to this, you, you, you get a little paranoid because you don't, know they, you don't know what they could do with your flash drive, right? So like for, for me, specifically me, like if I know about a company like this, I, I would be afraid to encrypt any of my stuff. I would be like, oh, okay, so maybe they, they should be, they'll probably be able to, even, even if it takes 10 tries or five tries or whatever, they'll probably be able to figure it out. So this is another thing that scares me. Um, and yeah, so just going back to this, it, it's very important that you know what your password is, but it's very important that you just be careful with with how you encrypt your data and be careful with what you store in your data and be careful with what you have in your flash and also be careful with who you're working with because you don't know mm -hmm. uh, whether or not they have malicious intent. We You, you just don't know, right? So you want to make sure that, and it goes back again to social engineering and social awareness. Like it goes back to like, know who you're talking to know who that person is because you don't know what they're capable of doing right so i'm just gonna add that in there and then that's it for me so yeah no absolutely and uh you said all the things that are uh you know that that trigger into me other other thoughts and uh, the first one is um you know not to make make you even more paranoid but i'm not really scared about this company specifically right but this company made you know public the fact that they were able to do something like this with the again top level high end devices to uh, store data securely. I'm 100% sure that right now this same company is receiving so many requests from other organizations out, out there to make this you know uh, for for other purposes, right? For whatever purpose, I don't know. They can of course receive requests from their own government. Uh, and uh, you can think about it to be legitimate or not, depending on who, who, who is or what is the target, right? But 
they can for sure receive requests even from you know um, other governments, other agencies, other organizations that maybe uh, can have uh, different kind of uh, reasons and goals and targets, right? Because this is a very, as you said, this is a very dangerous thing. Uh, let's say that, okay, um, let's not talk about Bitcoins here or some people, some random people um, money, but what about some of this or a similar device, right? Uh, is storing very, very important data about, you know, um, something that is very important that and that can, uh, again, um, end up in... Uh, uh, I don't want to say something very bad, but uh, end up in uh, very, very dangerous situations, right? Um, it's uh, it's very it's very interesting. Like it's it's still specified. The article is very is very good, by the way. Again, I'm gonna drop the uh, the link in the YouTube description. So uh, have a look at that if you uh, if you're interested, um, because this the same company, uh, you know, or at least the the, the person uh, behind it. Uh, he was saying that in order to to um, to do that, right, to 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 hack the device, they collected a very high skilled team that was able to, uh, you know, reverse engineer the hardware behind the device and everything. They had to put a lot of work, a lot of time, a lot of very um, you know expensive devices to to run the research and even to reach out to people uh, that were involved into the. Uh, developing uh, de developing of the device itself uh, in the past, so it really it is very very difficult. But you can see also how uh, the potential results can be uh, rewarding, right? Uh, for for a company at least. So uh, just to think of how many and uh, what kind of customers they can bring in right now, just with with this article right here, it's uh, uh, it's. No, uh, definitely mind blowing, at least for me. Um, and uh, yeah, of course, maybe you don't have to be scared for you know you as a person uh, that are watching this this episode, your own devices. I don't think that a company is willing to spend that uh, that kind of money and put all of that time and effort into break into your specific device, depending on what what you have inside that device. But you know, uh, if you are part of a security team protecting a company that has, I don't know, a, a very, um, um, very important, you know, uh, projects, designs, or uh, if you if you work into the national defense and everything, you know that no matter how secure are your devices and your technology, if someone is very um, uh, focused on reaching you, they potentially can do it, right? And again, we have to be uh, aware of this this kind of stuff, right? Um, yeah, th there's a lot of other things right now, but we will never end uh, talking if we if we start with that. Um, yeah, about bitcoins, I don't know. There's probably a lot of work that they could do. Just continue offering that kind of service to people that locked themselves out of their own wallets. Right. I also had some some friends in the past that, um, you know, uh, told me similar stories. Like they, at the very beginning of bitcoins, they they uh, they took a bunch of them. I don't know. Oh yeah, maybe I have some hundreds of bitcoins somewhere, but I don't know where. I don't know how to access them. I, I lost the hard drive somewhere, 
And uh, what if they we start to read this kind of articles and they immediately reach out to the to the company? Oh, come on! I'm I'm going to give you one million if you uh, <laughs> help me with my wallet. I you know unfortunately I don't have anything like that, but definitely it's um, uh, there. There's a lot of business for this company from now on. I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I I 100% agree with you. Yeah, that's just. Yeah, we said earlier. Yeah, they're not. They're not. If if you're watching this, they're not gonna target you. You're you're. you're I'm not saying that you're not that important. <laughs> I'm saying. Yeah, that, yeah, right. Yeah, I think I'm saying that that they're not gonna target you because um the re, the, the way cybersecurity people work, the people that are like like I'm talking about hackers, like they go after the big fish because they want the big money. That's just how it is with, with, with hackers. They go after the big people. And the other the other thing is that, and I'm gonna add it in this podcast because I, I added it in the other podcast like. Um, if we talk about cybersecurity, people think of Mr. Robot, right? You know, Mr. Robot, like you watch the Mr. Robot show, right, from Netflix. And it's like some of it is like that, some of it is not like that, right? It really depends, right? It depends, like it depends on your job, what job you have in cybersecurity, because cybersecurity is so big, right? Mm-hmm. So you have the blue team, the red team, right? Purple team, you have so many different types of teams, right? And you have so many different types of roles. So um you may not be involved with with hacking or whatever. You may be involved with just collecting logs and you know doing documentation and collecting information, right? So it's just it really depends where you work. But uh at the end of the day, and I'm gonna go back to this at the end of the day, everyone, everyone, no matter who works in the company, whoever works in IT, doesn't matter if it's, you're not IT or not, you are you are you are cybersecurity. Just letting you know. Yeah. Anyone here that's watching, any job you work, you are cybersecurity. You need you need to be aware of what's going on around you and don't just click on random things. That's my two cents. That's it. That's all I'm going to say. So that's actually so important, right? Uh, again, uh, going back to the, the very purpose behind, behind the, uh, the postcard itself. Uh, the, the point is that, um, you know, I'm definitely, you know, doing this kind of episodes, I'm definitely reading and talking about a lot of stuff that I actually do not do personally, uh, during work, right? I, I'm not into hardware hacking. I'm not into cryptocurrency. Oh, I don't know. I definitely, I'm definitely not uh, behind the investigation for violence as a service stuff. But the thing that uh, you know, I'm reading that I'm uh, discussing about it with uh, so so many people uh, like you, Kevin. I think still enriches me as a, as a professional, no matter what I do personally right now. Even because technically, what I do right now could be totally different to what I will do uh, tomorrow, right? Um, so cultivating everything, you know, all my knowledge about all of the, um, the field, I think is still very, very useful. And, uh, it, it helps me, that tells me a lot, uh, at least on a, on a cultural, uh, you know, perspective. Um, so yeah, again, um, this is just an excuse to have, a, a global conversation with the, the guests, but also with the, with all the people that are, uh, watching the episode, leaving comments. Uh, please, by the way, just do that. We want to know your feedback. Just let me know whether I said something very, very wrong that I should <laughs> correct myself, uh, maybe, or that we could uh, say something more that we didn't have time uh, during the episode because, of course, we have limited time. Uh, and uh, there's so much behind all of the articles that we we, we read and talk about. Uh, maybe you are an expert in blockchain and cryptocurrency and you can say a lot more than what we discussed today. Uh, 
if that's so, just you know, uh, let, let us know your your point of view or your your opinion. It's definitely very very important to me, and I think again, uh, it helps me uh, to grow personally and professionally, and hopefully you know can help uh, someone else that is watching this uh, as well. So uh, that's it, Kevin. I think uh, that's probably a wrap for for our episode. I thank you so much uh, for for being my guest today. Uh, I enjoyed the conversation and hopefully you as well. Um, I could definitely reach out to you again at some point and uh, bring you uh, possibly to a new episode. So uh, take a look at your your inbox for that. And um, yeah, thank you very much everyone for, for having watched this. Uh, yeah, th thank yeah. you, everyone. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. I'm gonna bow my head because this is a Jap it's a Japanese thing that we do. Um, I work for a Japanese company, so that they tend to bow their head. Okay. Yes, thank you. Um, uh, um basically, uh, yeah, thank you for having me. I appreciate I appreciate you. And yeah, these articles are very interesting. It's very interesting how things work and from a uh, I guess from a news perspective. And yeah, we definitely need to bring more cybersecurity awareness because this like um, it's not really talked about when you talk about like the, the cybersecurity, people are aware of cybersecurity, but like we need to bring, bring more awareness of that because it's not really common, especially for social engineering and um, educating people. The people, there's some people that, that, and, and I'm going to go back to this again with social engineering and training. There's some people that they, they, they accidentally click on a phishing email. Um, they, and this is why this is important is. Uh, knowing how to knowing how to properly train your staff because if they click on the phishing email and then they get the actual training for cybersecurity, a lot of people that do cybersecurity training and I'm just letting you know right now and I'm pretty sure you could agree with this with me. They do cybersecurity training. They watch a video and they click next, 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 mm -hmm. next, next, next. They don't actually watch the actual training. So like if you have to actually when you're when talking about cybersecurity awareness training, like specifically training for cybersecurity, like you have to try to make it not boring. For the audience yeah. or for the person that's taking the training because they're just going to click next 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 and they're going to learn anything and they're just going to click on the same phishing email again so what's the point of you providing training if they're not going to take the time to actually learn it so it's very important as i wanted to throw that out there in this conversation today so no that, that's 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 very true and thank you thank you so much like you have to get people more involved and more interested in what you're uh telling them right uh it's not that easy but uh you know uh, we're trying. Uh, I'm, I'm doing my my very little effort here. Hopefully, someone will will uh, you know watch this and uh, uh, at least learn a little bit more than uh, uh, you know than, than an hour hour before. So yeah, again, thank you so much, Kevin. Thank you for uh, so much for everyone who was watching this. Uh, consider just you know clicking that follow or subscribe button, sharing it with your friends, or just leaving a comment to let me know where I was wrong. And uh, yeah. Thank you again and uh, have a good day, good night or whatever, depending on where you are. Bye-bye. Thank you so much. Cheers.